Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey and TK. In just a little bit, I'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We'll talk about the new contract for LSU football coach Ed Orgeron. We'll talk about the New Orleans Pelicans and the debut of Zion Williamson. Trey was in the arena Wednesday night for that game. Some early thoughts on the Super Bowl as well as Eli Manning. It's Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Feel free to connect with me on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you'll always know when we put out another episode of Sports Takes and then the other episode under the guise of Talking Sports with TK. If you like to wager, you want to get ready for the Super Bowl, the prop bets, the winners, as well as college basketball, NBA, hockey, baseballs around the corner, visit the website out of Las Vegas, meatandpotatoes.com. Meatandpotatoes.com. Go check it out when you have a chance. We're going to hear a quick message, and then we'll be joined by Trey Blossman and have some sports takes for you right here on Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With TK, as I mentioned, it's time for Sports Takes. Trey Blossman and myself got some thoughts on some topics today. Going to mix it up with you. Hey, we do this a couple of times a week. Please share this podcast with your friends and be on the look for it. Sports takes with Trey and TK. Right now, we say good afternoon to Trey Blossman. How are you today, sir? Doing fine, Tommy. Beautiful day in South Louisiana. Yeah, and it was real beautiful for Coach Ed Orgeron because he gets a new contract. Uh, no surprise, uh, six years, forty-two million, almost doubling his pay and setting him up uh, going forward. Uh, the guy deserves it. I mean, nobody can say he doesn't deserve this. So I was not surprised uh, to learn of that on Friday morning. Uh, but a tip of the hat to Coach O uh, with his nice new fat contract. You know, Tommy, personally, and there's been an explosion in pay for college coaches in the last decade. There's no doubt about that. It's gone up dramatically. I don't remember what Saban was hired for. When he came to LSU, but I doubt it was much over a million dollars. Uh, if I had time, I'd have researched that today. But I personally think their pay is too high, but it is what it is. And being what it is, you're right. There's nobody more deserving of a salary like that at this point in time than Coach O. I'm happy for him. He's a nice guy. He's a good man. Turns out he's an excellent head football coach at this point in his life as well. Maybe part of that is that he's coaching his dream job, but he is doing the job. He got results. He got the result that everybody wanted probably sooner than anybody, even his fans would have anticipated. He turned this LSU program around. Now, granted, and let's give Les Miles credit where credit's due, even though he continued to run an archaic offense by current standards, he did continue to bring in top flight recruits. 
The team was not devoid of talent when Coach O took over. Coach O and his assistants hit the recruiting trail. They continued to bring in great athletes. Uh, the team turned it around this year, mostly because of a transfer named Joe Burrow, as we know, Tommy. That's what it took to put LSU over the top. You know, you go back to the team in 2011 that beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa and then lost a championship rematch in the Dome, a rematch that never should have happened. I think LSU should have played Oklahoma State. If they had done that, we'd have won another national championship. But uh, And maybe Les Miles would still be around. Who knows? But I'm happy Coach O is the head coach for the LSU Fighting Tigers. I'm happy for him to get a payday like that. And as you said, there's not a more deserving man in college football. All right. A uh, footnote, uh, Nick Saban's first contract at LSU was a five-year deal worth $1.2 mil per year. Uh, I said a little over made, a million. You, yeah, you, you you were correct when you made reference to that. I was a guest on Buddy Sanji's radio show in Baton Rouge today, and we talked about this. And my comments were, I don't think this is going to change him in any way or alter his desire and determination and passion to win another championship. This football team was not satisfied when they won the SEC title, and, and they were 13-0 and at the time. They, they wanted more. I think Coach O wants more for the LSU program going forward. Now, are they going to have a Heisman Trophy winner and go 15-0? and Probably not. It's unlikely, okay, that that'll happen again this coming season. But he still, you know, is going to try to put out a team that wins an SEC championship and competes for the national championship. So well-deserved to Coach O. He's got some decisions to make about the coaching staff. Uh, and whatnot, but but just defer to him. Let him go get who he thinks can best fit, recruit, develop players, and keep LSU at the, the level they're at. Trey, I went to LSU Baseball Media Day today, and as I passed Tiger Stadium on Nicholson, there are two huge banners hanging on the backside of the west side of the stadium that clearly visible when you're on Nicholson, um, you know, purple and gold national championship banner. So that, uh, you can't help but see them when you drive down Nicholson near Tiger Stadium. So tip of the hat to Coach O, you know, here on Sports Takes with Trey and TK. We're always going to have something with LSU football, just about always. And, of course, signing day, February 5, spring practice. Date's not announced yet, but that's coming up soon. So that that's a huge tip of the hat. The coach had always wrong. Yeah. And for the the people at LSU who made the contract extension happen. Tommy, I totally agree with you that it won't change him. It won't change his approach. It's just going to change his bank account. He, yeah. He's a down-to-earth guy. Uh, I, I really believe that he is a good man. I don't know him well. I know him very casually. But everything I can see about him, he's the real deal. And LSU is lucky to have him, and I expect excellence to continue into the foreseeable future for the Tigers. We remind you, you're listening to Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Chrysan, feel free to share this podcast with all of your friends. Trey, a couple nights ago, uh, it was a big night in New Orleans, uh, basketball style. NBA, the Pelicans, Zion Williamson, the number one pick in the draft last summer, made his debut against the San Antonio Spurs. You were in the arena that night. I want your thoughts first on Zion Williamson and then what could this mean for the Pelicans going forward? Well, Tommy, much anticipated debut of Zion. It was my first time in the arena since the New Orleans team was named the Hornets. 
I can't believe it's been that long, but it has. I'm a former Hornet season ticket holder. One of my best friends, someone that you know, is a former ticket representative for the Hornets. He worked for them, and he got tickets to give away. So but at times when I didn't have season tickets, I had a friend who could provide me with tickets. Been to all kinds of games, playoff games. I've been in there when it was very electric. I watched Allen Iverson lighted up in a playoff game to beat a really good Chris Paul-led Hornets team on a Friday night after a day at the Jazz Fest. Uh, so I've seen a lot of action in there. The arena was rocking, Tommy. It was electric. You could see on Zion's face that he was frustrated during the game. And when he was pulled in the first quarter at about the seven or eight minute mark, you could tell he was aggravated. When he left in the third quarter, I could tell he was frustrated slash aggravated. I think he had five points up until that point. Well, he started the fourth quarter like he did all the others and led the Pelicans on an incredible three or four minute run in which they erased a 14 point deficit to take a one point lead. When I left the arena, I thought he had scored 15 straight Pelican points. I was later found out I was wrong. He scored 17 straight Pelican points, including four three point shots. He's an extremely talented player. He's going to make this team much better. He's very young. He needs to learn. I thought we were in a good position to win the game. A lot of people were aggravated that Coach Gentry pulled Zion. I understand that the doctors said he's on a strict minutes limitation. He had gone past that. And as a matter of fact, the coach went to take him out at one point in time. He even had a substitute at the check-in, you know, at the bench, at the uh, wherever you go to buzz in. And Zion made another three, and he pulled the guy back to the bench and rode with Zion for another minute or two. It, it was fun to watch. The fans are embracing this very gregarious young man. He's like a smaller version of Shaquille O'Neal. His game is actually more like Charles Barkley, but his gregarious, outgoing personality is a lot like a young Shaquille O'Neal, and, and that bodes well for the young man. I think he's humble. I think he's a hard worker. I think he's going to give New Orleans basketball fans a lot of joy over the coming years, Tommy. Well, he's 19 years old, and the, the expectations would be in the number one pick in the draft. Uh, you know, then the injury, a little excitement in the preseason, then the injury. Uh, I, I think the future is bright. And I, I don't agree with Alvin Gentry about a lot of things, but I understand the focus on the big picture here. Uh, you know, yeah, it would have been nice to beat the Spurs the other night, and that's the goal, but you can't, you know, risk that to maybe injure the guy. He wasn't ready to play. I mean, you can't simulate game speed and practice no matter how much shape he was in. He was gassed out there a few times, and it was a little bit wide-eyed, I thought, especially early and frustrating, maybe trying to do too much. You exactly. know? But that, that's yeah. to be expected with a 19-year-old with the expectations that have been placed on him. So, you know, I, I'm okay with the way it all happened, and I, I'm good with them managing his minutes and, and going forward. And, and, you know, maybe they shake into that eighth playoff spot this year. Maybe they don't. But I think it, next year, maybe to add another piece to the puzzle on the lineup, that there's a chance for this to be a, a much better basketball team in the Western Conference. Oh, there's no doubt about it, Tommy. This team is talented. 
This team is very young. You mentioned he's 19 years old. Brandon Ingram is only 22, and he's he's an all-star at this point in time, whether he's on the all-star team or not. That guy is absolutely balling for this team. Uh, I really like him. I, I wanted to get him. I was happy to make the deal with the Lakers. I think we got some pretty good talent. We got a great draft pick. Speaking of draft picks and 19-year-olds, I really like the game of Jackson Hayes, Tommy. And watching in person Wednesday night, Lionel Aldridge was bullying him. And he was getting away with a lot. He was throwing elbows. He was leading with his shoulder. And he was taking the young guy to town. He, he really was. And I was pointing out to my wife what he was doing. And when they went to the bench, she goes, well, he looks like a baby. And I said, Trish, he's 19 years old. <laughs> he is a baby. Right. I said, but he's a really talented young basketball player. But, you know, you look at this team with Ingram and, you know, with uh, Zion and with Jackson Hayes and with Melly and with Josh Hart. This is a good team with a lot of young talent. I hope they can keep it together long enough to make a good run. But uh, I think if this team stays healthy next year, I would expect this team to finish in the top four in the West. And understand in saying that, the Golden State's going to be back in the top four in the West next year. So, uh, you know, I think the Pelicans are going to have a very, very good team next season. Once again, we remind you, you're listening to Sports Takes with Trey and TK. He's Trey Blossman. I'm Tommy Chrysan. A couple of times a week this comes out. Uh, please share it with your friends. Be looking for it. And uh, we appreciate that very much. Trey, as uh, we start to wrap it up, uh, we're a little over a week away from the Super Bowl. I'm going to start with my comments first. When the matchup was first set between the Chiefs and the 49ers, and we know the point spread, one, one and a half, I've even seen two. Yeah, I was kind of leaning to the Chiefs. But I tell you, in the last couple of days, as I looked at the defensive statistics of the 49ers and the running game of the 49ers, and I'll make my decision latter part of next week. Uh, I, if I had to make it today, I think I, I'd go with the 49ers, which is indicative that this should be a very good, close game. And we'll have plenty on that for folks next week, including some predictions and all of that stuff. But uh, Super Bowl, not that far away. And um, I've kind of changed stream a little bit, but I might change back. Who knows? Well, it's that kind of matchup, Tommy. There's no doubt. These are the two best teams. Uh, San Francisco got some lucky breaks along the way. We talked about in previous segments the officiating in the Seattle game against San Francisco in Week 17 and the officiating in the Seattle playoff game against Green Bay, where Seattle was basically robbed. In Week 17, that gave San Francisco the home field. It took home field away from Seattle and New Orleans, which obviously helped put San Francisco in the Super Bowl. But they showed by coming in and winning in New Orleans in a great football game, one of the best games of the season, that they're capable of beating anybody anywhere. I'm favoring Kansas City today. I'm like you. I, I could change my mind. I expect the game to go over the total of 54 and a half. And that doesn't mean either team can't play defense because they can. Uh, one thing to look at is the Kansas City did a really good job of slowing down Derrick Henry, who had been running wild late in the season in the playoffs. He was barely over three 
yards a carry, 19 attempts, 69 yards. He had 62 of those yards in the first half. So they really shut him down in the second half. And, of course, once the Chiefs went ahead by more than a touchdown, the Titans had to change their offense a little bit. But Kansas City was able to slow down Derrick Henry. I don't expect that uh, San Francisco will run as wild as they did in the National uh, League Championship game. Uh, And don't forget, Kansas City has the best quarterback in the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. All right, we got about a minute or so. Tip of the hat to Eli Manning, uh, New Orleans native, obviously, son of Archie Manning, brother of Peyton and Cooper, uh, retires uh, as a New York football giant uh, from the NFL. The, the superlatives include the two Super Bowls, the 200 in MVP twice, uh, beating two pretty good Patriot teams, 220-plus consecutive starts uh, without an injury, Um but the knock will be the 500 record. He's 117 and 117 as a starting quarterback. There'll, there'll be some debate when his name comes up for the Hall of Fame. But uh, either way that goes, outstanding career for a fine young man, Eli Manning. Yeah, good for him. Unlike some family members and a lot of LSU fans, I don't hate on the Mannings, Tommy. I'm happy for it. I am. All right. Uh, we appreciate folks listening to Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Another episode coming out early part of next week. Everybody have a wonderful weekend, and Trey, you do the same. We almost made it through without the Dobermans barking, Tommy. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> we can, that's a, not a problem, man. You have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, man. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all... It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.